been a long day. Grab a beer and sit back. It's time for Brew Talk. Here's Scott Chan and the Brew Doctor himself, Dr. Michael Mosier. Welcome into a Halloween edition of Brew Talk. <laughs> On this Brews Day, live from the Aloe Fiber Studios in lovely Midtown Greeley, Colorado. Um, Doc is on assignment tonight, so Scott and I will be holding down the show and uh, talking beer and, and Halloween things. And yes, the time has finally come. We will be in the reviewing segment talking about the Mountain Dew um, or the hard Mountain, the hard Dew, Mountain Dew um, flavors. Yes. That we've got. And we'll, we'll give our opinion. <laughs> Producer is very happy Michael with that. Michael is very excited. Michael will not be drinking it tonight, no. but at, at some point in the future, I shall buy some just to try it. We'll get Micah some and let him try them, and then on a future show, he can tell us what he thought. Ooh, I like that idea. But um, I don't know how excited <laughs> I am about the hard Mountain Dews. I'm not sure I am either. So, well, <laughs> But it's Halloween, and... Yeah. Uh, all things sweet and trick-or-treaty, we'll give them a shot. All right. So first question up, Chad. Yes. Are you a miniature or a full-size candy bar person when it comes to handing out candy for trick-or-treat? We're a miniature. Okay. Um, you know, I, I'm not one of the wealthiest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even the miniatures have gotten so expensive mm-hmm. anymore. It's it's hard to hand out the, the full-size I feel like that you're either, you know, rolling in dough like, you know, Scrooge McDuck or something like that, if you can hand those out, or you're only going to have like you don't eight have trick-or-treaters yeah. and you would do that. I saw a buddy of mine setting up and he doesn't get a lot of trick-or-treaters, but he had full-size candy bars and he had shooter wine bottles for the parents, which Ooh, I've nice. seen that more and more as of late, that there's kind of this element of here's something for the kids, here's something for the adults or the parents coming I in. I also so. have seen that a lot more where there's um, different houses in our neighborhood have, oh, you know, they're standing outside having the candy and they also they have a little stand for the, the parents to come yeah. up and enjoy. And I, I'm just wondering where that was when I took my kids yeah. treating because we certainly didn't see that. Yeah. Um, we had to. My kids had to pay the dad tax. I that's, mean, that's right. <laughs> that's right. There was but it's certainly uh, it's a great idea. I love mm-hmm. the idea of you know adult as an adult going trigger trigger treating and maybe getting a beer or a yeah shooter of wine or or depending on the weather. I I think a few times there's been some adult flavored hot chocolates. Yep. Um, at some of the stands, so. I like that idea. I really do. And I'm with you. I don't know where that was when I was taking my kids around because <laughs> my boys could have appreciated like five or six trips back to the same house. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just go down to the end of the block, turn around, come here. back. You yeah. guys hit you these come houses back. and when you're done, come grab me. I like it. Yeah, that's a good idea. But, so. Yeah. And you know, in, in years past, we've had so many kids come to our house. So the, the, uh, the full-size candy bars I don't think would have been financially feasible sure yeah in our in our neighborhood yeah and when i lived in westminster that never would have been feasible for us either because yeah. there were 
there were a few years where we were keeping track and we were like in the 80, 90 kids or 100 kid range. Yeah. So that and was I think a pretty good A number. lot of years we've hit that 100 yep. plus range in our neighborhood too. Yeah. So. so that wouldn't have been feasible. No, that's, but. <laughs> that'd be a little tough yeah. to get 100 plus full size. I mean, you can certainly do it. And they, you they can. tend to find that out. But yeah. And where I live now, I think I've not had a single trick or treater in three three Halloweens up here. So Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Not a big kid-friendly neighborhood. Not a, not a lot of kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> no, there are not. So. And, you know, and, uh, and we were talking a little bit before the show. My parents' neighborhood is about the same. They, I think they said a year or two ago they were one of two houses that was handing stuff out on their block, which isn't real inviting. They're in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. So not in real inviting for the kids to come down if there's only a couple houses. So. You can only do what you can do. And, That's right. You know, nowadays it's... You know, there's so many, I know they did a thing, you guys did a thing over at the tavern over the weekend, right? You did kind of like a trick-or-treat street thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, all the shops in the neighborhood, um, and it's probably just wrapping up right now, um, from three to five today. Oh, and nice. So they, you know, they do, um, everybody does that. And then I think downtown, yeah, they did that's something what it was. on Friday. Yeah, downtown did. So, and yeah. then um, I think one of the, a couple of the high schools do kind of the same thing, the trunk-or-treat. Trunk-or-treat, yep. Where they have that. So, you know, again, things that they didn't necessarily have when my mm-hmm. kids were yeah. were trick-or-treating age. Um, but, you know, there's plenty of opportunities this weekend for kids to go out and get a lot more candy than we ever did. Yeah, there definitely was. And, you know, this is – and then we get into November and, you know, it's already Christmas season because, you know, we just skip over Thanksgiving. So <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Yeah. Which I don't know if I agree with. I I don't. I'm more of a, you know, one holiday at a time kind I am, of guy. I'm so right there with you. I would appreciate that, but we don't get that option. But I saw Christmas stuff out at the Lowe's and Home Depot yep. two weeks ago. So Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my my Halloween minions up for another week or so before I do anything there else. So But yeah. There you go. So well Chad, what did we what did we land on for our table beer for the first half of the show today? So we came in a little unprepared. <laughs> I guess I came in unprepared. I missed ah. the, the text <laughs> chain where um, Doc wasn't going to be here tonight and, and kind of thought he would be bringing the table beer. But fortunately, um, we had some leftovers of a, a beer we reviewed not too long ago from Crystal Springs. And this is the Blood Orange Kolsch. Yeah. Um, which I think we thoroughly enjoyed when we reviewed it. So, mm-hmm. um, and once again, I, I'm enjoying it as well. Uh, or again, I guess. Yes. I think it will be a good, it will be a good, not complimentary. Maybe that is the right word. It'll be a good offset compared to what we're going to have later in the show with yes, the, yes, with the hard so. Mountain Dew. So, um, Not super sweet, but a nope. little bit of sweetness to kind of mm-hmm. get that tongue primed for what I anticipate we're going to taste. <laughs> um, you know, just from my past experiences with regular Mountain Dew. So, See, and I'm a fan of like regular Mountain Dew. And I, being a type 1 diabetic, I drink the zero sugar versions. Sure. and. And I like it. The different flavors and variations that they have, I haven't been as big a fan of. I think right. my boys are more of a fan of the different flavors than I am. You're just and like so a straightforward, just the straight do. You know, I'm. You know, you. Get what me about in the right mode. Mountain Dew Zero? <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Mountain Dew Zero. 
Well, hopped up on Mountain Dew, Chip. (laughs) I actually love Mountain Dew Zero. I never, I thought it was going to be more of like a, I kind of like it. I dig the flavor, kind of like with Diet Mountain Dew. I really love regular Mountain Dew. I mean, sorry, uh, Mountain Dew Zero. Zero. And I will say that all these cans say zero sugar on them. They are. Yes, there's no sugar. And only 5% alcohol, so we yeah. know that we are dealing with something, you know, relatively low in alcohol content beer and not like. a lot of sugar. Yeah. Almost a session beer, but a yeah. hard cider. So be it'll be curious to see. Yeah, I don't know if we're excited or apprehensive about this. <laughs> I wonder if maybe why that's that's why Doc's on assignment tonight. He's like, he's like oh, oh, no, I just can't bring myself to do that. So. I forgot we're doing the Mountain Dew thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going yeah, to I'm not going to be able to make it. I've got another assignment to do. <laughs> don't blame him. But we'll find out. Who hey, knows? You know, we might taste them. We might really enjoy them and, and be pleasantly surprised. You never know. You never know. I mean, hey, I've found IPAs that I actually like. That's true. You know, doing this show. So anything's possible. Although, yeah, I'm not sure about this, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) We've got three flavors, so I don't know if we'll try all three or we'll pick one. We've got the Baja Blast. We've got Livewire. And we've got Watermelon. So, um, Yeah, because those are rather large cans. They are. (laughs) I think they're... 24-ounce cans? Yes, uh, they yeah, are. 24-ounce, so. so that's a lot of Mountain Dew. That's a lot of hard Mountain Dew for us to drink in a couple segments. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. <laughs> we'll see. When we get to that segment, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we should have started sooner if we were going to do that's... all, maybe. <laughs> the whole show just dedicated to hard Mountain Dews. Yeah. Well, it's Halloween. You know, It you is Halloween. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be excited. I know. I'm trying not to form too much of an opinion before we actually taste them. But um, it's hard. It is. It's hard. <laughs> I'm not a huge Mountain Dew fan, so yeah. that's kind of where my my yeah. hesitancy is. Well, maybe we'll, we will talk with our producer during the break, and we'll figure out which one of these three flavors tastes the least amount like Mountain Dew, and we'll start there. There you go. That might be helpful for you. Well, and... and of these three flavors, I've had the Baja Blast before. Yeah. I think so, everybody has if you've eaten yeah. at a Taco Bell. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the only reason I've had yes. the Baja Blast, because my kids would order it, and I'm like, what is that? And would mm-hmm. take the dad tax. And, yep. Absolutely. And decided I decided maybe I didn't really like that either. Yeah, didn't really like it. I think that's always been my experience, too. It's you know, like, anything that's that color yeah. is just yeah. not my favorite. Definitely. It looks like it's something you would spray on a window or you would. <laughs> it just has that color, it that does. tone to it. You know, it we're does. always taught not to drink those kind of things. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. But hey, yeah, again, we might be pleasantly surprised. We might be. We never know. We will find out live. We will find out live. Yes. Here in a couple segments. Um, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, let's talk uh, beer and uh, Halloween candy pairings. <laughs> Okay. Because that's what everybody needs to know. Yes. On this night. Yes, indeed.
come back to Brew Talk with a little uh, POC. A little POC. We need more cowbell. We need more cowbell. <laughs> one of the Micah hit us with the air cowbell back there. With the, one of the best Saturday Night Live skits yes. in a long time. <laughs> uh, it's Halloween. And as adults, we take, like you said, we take our dad tax um, as true as good dads should uh-huh. after trick-or-treating. But what I like to talk to about every every Halloween is what beers go really well with, with Halloween candy. Um, and there's a million different sites that have different opinions. Um, but I, you know, the Growler Guys is is a site that I like to check in on um, every once in a while just for fun news and, and things like that. It's a, it's a beer site um, that's got a lot of different things on it. But so here's their list of what candies go well with what types of beer. Okay. So we'll see if you agree or disagree or or what your opinion is. So they're saying with Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, um, the best beer pairing is a porter. I would agree with that. It says, sometimes you just need to have chocolate on chocolate, and this decadent pairing of peanut butter and chocolate with dark, roasty chocolate notes on porter of porters will satisfy that craving. Nope. I think that's a pretty good yeah. pairing. I, you know, I couldn't argue with that at nope. much at all. Agreed. Um, next one is M&M's with a cream ale... Or a Pilsner to cut the sweetness. M&M's um, have that sweet combination of sugary shell and chocolate, which calls for a crisp, clean Pilsner to cut through the sugar and refresh your palate. Yeah, yeah maybe. I, I still think that you could, you know, do with a, with a porter or a stout in that regard with, uh, with the M&M's as well. I think so. As, I think so, too. Um, I don't disagree. I think... You know, M&M's are so small, there's not yeah. a lot of chocolate in there. And the sugary shell, I could I could kind of see the Pilsner. Yeah, and I think that would even go better if you did like the pretzel M&M's or even the yeah. peanut M&M's. Peanut I M&M's. could see yeah. that even more. Again, you get more candy or coating. Or beer snack yep. that you would mm-hmm. sit down and yep. have a, if you're at the bar and yeah. having that a Pilsner style mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, I could see that. Although I don't know how many of those get handed out at Halloween. M&M's? Well, the peanut or the oh, pretzel yeah, yeah. M&M's. Yeah, I think peanuts the, for sure. I think people kind of tend to, with yeah. the allergy yep, with the allergies. Yep. kind of tend to yeah, so. stay away from. But um, I don't know, but Snickers are handed out at Halloween, and that's, one of, that's my favorite candy bar. Yeah. Um, but they're saying with Snickers, a strong Belgian dark ale... Um, because they have a complexity and depth that pairs well, pairs well with and stands up to a candy bar like Snickers that has a lot going on. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> I can see that because uh, sure. there, there are Belgian ales yep. that are the dark ales that have that caramelly mm-hmm. flavor to them and that sweetness. And uh, Yeah, I I'll go with that. Okay. Why not? I feel like so far that our candies have been very chocolate heavy. I'm waiting yeah. until we get into some of the some of the more common non-chocolate Halloween candies here. And I'm not seeing more <laughs> anything else um, non-chocolate. The next one's Hershey's. Oh, geez. Yeah. Which 
uh, they they recommend with either a stout or a berry fruit beer. I could see that. And again, yeah, chocolate with yep. chocolate stouts or things like mm-hmm. that. Kit Kats with a brown ale, um, which again, you've got that chocolate and brown ale mm-hmm. as those hints and... Okay, Chad. So let's go off script a little bit, or at let's least what, what the Growler guys are not saying. I'm going to throw out a couple okay. of what I think are fairly common Halloween candy giveaways, and you tell me we'll what you would what pair with think. that. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Starburst. Ooh, Starburst. That's a, that's a good one. I would, go, I would go with something like a fruited sour or... Um, or even a hazy IPA um, that has similar flavors to kind of what you're you're looking for, or the the different flavors of the Starburst okay. kind of to I could match see that. And, and pair with, and maybe similar along those lines, and maybe more along the hazy IPA or maybe even a double IPA Skittles. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think Skittles would go really well with a with a hazy IPA and okay, red vines. Red vines are interesting. <laughs> Say some more about that. Um, I think red vines kind of fall in that bar snack kind of situation. So I would go with a kind of a pilsner or something like that. Okay. Um, there's that sweetness, but with the, I guess it's cherry flavor with red vines kind of. Yeah, a little bit cherry or strawberry. Yeah. Um, that I think goes, would go really well with a pilsner and the kind of hints towards different styles of pilsners that that have those fruit flavors in them okay right now here here's here's the kicker here's the big one not necessarily a a halloween trick-or-treat candy but very much a halloween harvest candy candy corn and candy pumpkins so for me those are like the cream ale Mm -hmm. style candies um I mean, it's essentially nothing but <laughs> solidified <laughs> yes. high fructose corn syrup. Pretty much. Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of flavor, but it, with a cream ale, I think it kind of spreads that sweetness out through the mm-hmm. mouth and kind of mellows it out. And and with a cream ale, you get that creaminess of the ale and the kind of creaminess yeah. of the candy I could corn. see that. Now, I know that there's a lot of places... And there's some even locally that have kind of played around with some of these candy contraptions. And we actually had one at GABF last year where they kind of had the grape uh, nerds flavor and the yes. marshmallow and yeah. stuff like that. So what other what other interesting candy beer combos can you think of? Um, well, there's a certain brewery here in town that does a lot with their sours mm-hmm. and, and candy type flavors. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to think of the other ones. There's a um, there's a brewery that in Fort Collins that sadly I just learned is about to close down. Oh no! That did um, Black Bottle did a lot with um, with the kind of Halloween themed cereal beers. Oh okay. They did a stout every year with the Count Chocula. Oh okay. Um, I'm trying to think of other Halloween candy or Halloweeny type beers that I've had. Lots of peanut butter and chocolate. That's what I was saying, because like the Nutter um, Butters, and yeah. we see some of those things, and that kind of falls into that. A lot of marshmallow that. and chocolate. Mm-hmm. A lot of, 
Um, I know Easter time, there's some, a lot of breweries do things with peeps. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever put a peep in the microwave just to watch what happens? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've seen YouTube videos of them doing it. It's pretty it's interesting. It's pretty amazing. It is. They're pretty cool. They kind of blow up. Yep. And... <laughs> Sorry, you just mentioned peeps, and that's the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, I feel like, and I feel like I'm missing a bunch of other candies and I just can't think of what they are. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of those and a lot of them are chocolate. They are. You're right. Um, let's see. Whoppers, malted chocolates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those go well with a lot of, you know, I think that would be like a good pale. I don't know. Do kids eat whoppers ooh, anymore? Ooh, really? A pale ale. See, and I'm I do. Thinking... I think pale because you get that maltiness more than you do the chocolate oh, on the whoppers. Okay. Um, which I think pairs really well with a kind of a mellow pale. Yeah. It kind of, you know, it has that maltiness, not too hoppy, not too, not too dark malts mm-hmm. where you get that chocolate flavor from the malts. Just kind of a mellow sweetness from sure. the malts. Yeah, I could see that. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. Rolos? Yeah. There's Rolos, yeah. But again, chocolate, milk duds, caramel. Yep. Milk duds, chocolate, chocolate caramel. caramel. You know, you got Butterfingers. Butterfingers. You know, again, chocolate and that kind of crispy, buttery kind of stuff. So it it's funny. As we're talking about this, I'm realizing how close so many of these candies are really to is, one another. Yeah. They're, it's like they're not that different. So. How about sweet tarts? Ooh, yeah. Sweet tarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be another... Either an IPA to kind of mellow that out or, so. yeah. you know, I do like the idea you talked about like a cream ale to kind I of think, give yeah, you that I like other cream element. Yeah. Tarts. yeah, I think um, that would work good. See, and I'm thinking like an everlasting gobstopper ooh. or jawbreakers or something yeah, like that something where you like just that. get that. Or I we mentioned this earlier, lemon heads. Lemon heads. Mm. I think, so you can go one of two ways, I think, with lemon heads. You yeah. can go... A, a really strong sour mm-hmm. to kind of match that punchiness of that lemon head. Mm-hmm. Or I think you go a like an English style IPA that doesn't have that fruitiness, mm-hmm. but has that hoppiness to kind of counteract yeah. the super pungent lemon of the 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 lemon head. Now, what about just like a basic? Because I'm literally having this vision of like a line in Kugel where it's like. Instead of that, you have a lemon head and a Budweiser. <laughs> Just like there you go, there you yeah. go. You know, you kind of make your own. You could do that, yeah. Yeah, where it's that really kind of light, light beer, an American just American ale. I don't know if it's an amber lager, whatever they yeah. want, whatever their category is, and then like some lemon heads just to really, you know, get that sour that you can mix up with that. And again, I don't think there's a whole. I mean, yeah. There's not a whole lot of rules when it comes to food pairing. Especially with Halloween candy. Especially with Halloween candy. (laughs) You know, it's just for fun. Yeah. You drink whatever beer you want with your Halloween candy. Sure. If it sounds gross, probably don't drink it. Yeah, there you go. If it sounds interesting, maybe you you give it a shot. Yes, I'm like curious now. I want to go home and like just get a can of Bud Light and put a couple (laughs) of lemon heads in it. (laughs) Just see what happens and go, yeah, that was terrible or that was wonderful. Who knows? About pop rocks. Oh, they still have pop rocks? yeah, they still make pop rocks or zots. Yeah, you remember zots? I do remember. Those were good. Could you imagine? You've got a zot. You're drinking a beer or whatever else, and then you get that when the when the zot candy releases, and you get the fizz in your mouth. And then you get the real flavor. Go. So that's a whole I used different. To get a experience. lot of zots when I was a teenager. Oh my gosh! 
<sighs> I swear he just waits. It's from all that Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's right. Actually, I didn't drink a lot of Mountain Dew when I was a kid. That's why I wasn't fat then. <laughs> okay. You just... <laughs> you graduated to Mountain Dew as, as an adult and... Yeah, once once I became an adult and my, my parents were no longer in charge of me, I was like, okay, unhealthy food, here I come. I can drink a whole 12-pack of Mountain Dew and nobody can tell me not to. Uh, the most I've ever had is five in a day, but that was once. Yeah. All right, well. Micah has never really truly experienced a true caffeine high then. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I don't think I want to fall on the floor and have I'm, a seizure. I don't think anybody does, but... <laughs> I have, we wouldn't do it on purpose. I have visions of being in high school and playing baseball and being on a baseball trip. And I took my Nintendo. That's how old I am. We hooked it up to the TV at the hotel. And my buddy Brad had, had four Jolt Colas. Jolt. Remember that? I remember All Jolt. the sugar and twice the caffeine. And he was literally jumping on the bed while he was playing Excite Bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I think of with a caffeine high. So. That will Ooh. always be my go-to. Woohoo! Yep. And I believe Jolt uh, has almost twice, or at least had—I don't know if it's still around—had almost twice as much caffeine as Mountain Dew. Yes, that yeah. was their. That was their. That was their selling. Their point. go-to. They were all the sugar and twice the caffeine of a Mountain Dew. And coffee. One cup of coffee has twice the caffeine of Mountain Dew. Well, there you go. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. That is true. I'm not sure. It just doesn't have the citric acid and the, the carbonation sugar. and sure. all that other stuff that's bad for yeah. you. Hmm. All right. Well, I feel like we're like the more you know, we're like delaying the inevitable here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. we'll do it. We'll take a break oh, yeah. here. When we come back, we're going to try a hard Mountain Dew and let you know what we think. Um, stick around or grab one for yourself. <laughs> grab your Halloween candy and and drink your beer. But we're going to find out. See you soon. I put a spell on you. Because of my. I think we're about to have a spell put on us by this hard Mountain Dew. <laughs> You're listening to Brew Talk, live from the Yellow Fiber Studios in Midtown Greeley, Colorado. And I think we should go on record to state that it is a malt beverage. It is a malt so beverage. So because malt is a fairly common ingredient in beer, we are not going that far off script. No, it is very beer-like. Yep. Um. And here we go. So we we're try we decided we're just going to try one rather than all three because they're all, they're twenty four ounce cans. We don't want to open them all yep. and, and have them go to waste. Well, and there's um, just the two of us. There's that. just two of us, and we're not going to finish all three twenty four ounce cans tonight. <laughs> we want to save some for Micah so he can yes. try one. Um. So we went with the Live Wire, um, which apparently is the orange flavor, that, the citrus that's flavor. That's what my guess is, yeah. Um, and we poured it, and it is bright orange. Yes. And my first thought was the old orange crush soda. Yep. Or the or- orange drink that you mm-hmm. used to get at McDonald's. Um, that's the color it pours. Yeah. Um, very little, car- there's carbonation in it, but 
you know, doesn't stick around much at all. Yeah, it's, um, I was surprised how quickly it dissipated. It was almost instantaneous. Yeah. So, and in the in first sips, I mean, there's no carbonation as you drink it. Even you know, sometimes with sodas, you know, you pour fast yeah. and you get the get those bubbles out, but there's no lingering bubbles at all no. after you pour it. And again, it just the first few sips is very much like the orange drink from McDonald's or the uh, the old orange crush soda. Yeah, I would. It tastes like an like an artificially sweetened version of those drinks. You know, yeah. like the orange soda. Yeah. You know, the orange drink at McDonald's. Um, I have so many fond memories of that on a it, on an early morning after. <laughs> After a weekend of maybe having a few too many, it was a great hangover drink. <laughs> that and See, some... I was going with birthday parties when I was <laughs> sure. a kid. They always just automatically served orange drinks. They drink. did, but it was it was good with a couple of sausage McMuffins. Oh, yeah. Really good. But No, I, I'm yeah. a, a firm believer in the McDonald's as a hangover cure. Oh, yeah. Um, I think for me, it definitely has a lot of that artificial taste. It does. It and does. it and I think that's the biggest detractor that I have of this right now. It's it's not about, you know, the alcohol in it or whatever else. It's just simply that it has that it's almost a sucrose kind of taste to yeah. it. And a lot of the zero sugar drinks nowadays have done a really good job yes. where you don't notice that. This you you do. I think you notice that it's doesn't have any sugar in it. It's zero calories. Yeah. It it tastes very. I don't know. I mean, it's. It doesn't taste like a hard beverage to no. me at all. It's, um, it's very soda like. It it's, is. Other than there not being bubbles, I wouldn't know that this was a. If if you just poured this to me for me and I tasted it blind, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know this wasn't just a regular Mountain Dew, live wire. Correct. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I wish. What we probably should have done is had just found some of the live wire that yeah. wasn't alcoholic and, and kind of tried that side by side to see what those are. Yeah. But yeah, this is. But fortunately, we have a Mountain Dew expert <clears throat> yes. behind the glass there. So hopefully at some point in time off air, because we know the FCC rules do not allow Micah to imbibe while he's actually producing. And if it wasn't the FCC rules, it would be my rules, too. Which is fine. And we um, appreciate I, that. I've been having problems finding... Uh, Mountain Dew. I've been to several different places, uh, Orange Mountain Dew, and I, I've been having problems finding it. I would drink Orange Mountain Dew during Broncos games on Sundays. Can't find it. So it's been a weird year for me. When you did say it was one of your favorite flavors outside the normal Mountain Dew. The, yeah. The orange. So it it's currently my second because there's one of the, um, not the live wires, one of the game fuels that. I don't know what it's called or where it was, but it was absolutely delicious, second to the regular Mountain Dew. And um, it, they don't, I don't know if they make it anymore. Mm. But orange, I really recommend to a lot of people because it's a very good orange drink. And if if this was an orange soda, I'd say, yeah, this is a good orange yeah. soda. So um, for someone who likes soda, it might be a, th- a good I beer. Think, I think this is a good beer-like drink for somebody that definitely likes soda, Um, which we might turn Micah to the dark side. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. (laughs) I don't know if it is either, but Micah's weekends might get more interesting. 
with the amount of Mountain Dew that I drink, I may become an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try not to make that happen because we're not trying to we encourage that. We don't want to push that. that. We don't want to encourage that at all. No, I, I, I have a limit on Mountain Dews. If, if, I, I, if I feel like I'm drinking too much Mountain Dew, I'm going to stop. And as a matter of fact, I only put a certain amount of Mountain Dews in the fridge for that particular reason. Do you have a specific limit set for each day or it's just you go by feel? If it's if it's a party day, um, like I'll, I can have as many because, you know, no self-control. Right. Um, usually two tops. If it's a bad day, I'll, I'll have three cans of Mountain Dew. Not healthy for me, but I've I've had my two cans of Mountain Dew. I'm I'm not going to have a, a third one. Interesting. Well, there you go. It's almost like somebody that drinks beer. Yeah, I limit my. You know, I'll have two a day. <clears throat> if it's a party day, sometimes I'll sometimes just, I'll have a little bit I'll more. Just have a little bit more. Or if it's a really rough day, I might need I a might third one. Yeah, need that third beer. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm 42 and I don't sleep as well as I used to. I can't you know can't have. Five Mountain Dews and then three hours later sleep. Try and sleep. Yeah. Just can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Getting old is, is rough, isn't it? Yeah, especially in the fall. The winter, it's fine because my knees don't hurt because I can't feel them because it's so cold. Fall, walking up the stairs to work, it's awful. I'm going to start using that elevator. <laughs> the oldest 42-year-old in the world. I've had bad there. knees since I was 15. Anywho's Mountain Dew. Um, yeah, again, I don't know if you poured this and I tasted it blind. I wouldn't know there's alcohol in it at all. Um, five percent, hundred calories per twenty or per, oh, sorry, per twelve ounce. It's a little tricky there. They put that hundred calorie. I thought. 100 calories for 24 is um, pretty low. So apparently the other flavor that they have is just the regular Mountain Dew. Okay. So it's these three, you know, different flavors and then the actual just regular Mountain Dew to get there. I'm on their website now. What I was looking for is trying to figure out kind of how much – Caffeine is in it because one of the things that I know we've talked about is, you know, Mountain Dew has a lot of caffeine and right here on the can, it says no caffeine. It says no caffeine. Where did I miss that? It's way at the bottom. It's in very. Oh, yeah, there it is. I have my glasses on and I still couldn't read that. Under flavored beer. Yeah. It says no caffeine. It's probably in small print to disappoint all the people who the, want caffeine. The, yeah, for Dew. you know all the Mountain Dew people. Sure, they drink Mountain Dew because they want that caffeine. Well, and that's kind of what I was thinking about it. Yeah, it contains zero caffeine, no added sugar, two point two grams of total carbs. Um, and again, it's a per twelve ounce serving. So we've got the twenty four ounce can. So you're going to get double that in what you're at. I'm noticing their website doesn't say. That it's available in Colorado yet, but we've proven that to be inaccurate, <laughs> inaccurate because there are multiple liquor stores just here in the Greeley area that you can pick it up in. And, and I believe On the Rocks liquor as well. Yeah. 
And right now, the 24-ounce cans we got are kind of their single-serve cans. So that's when you can get the one of. And then they have a 12-pack mixer that has three of each flavor. Um, and so Probably 12-ounce cans. Yep, you get the 12-ounce cans in that. And so that's where you can get it. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm still... I'm still stuck on the whole artificial sweetener taste. Yeah. That is the most detracting thing about this. It doesn't taste bad. No. It actually tastes just like you said. It's like a an orange it's it tastes like a it tastes like a sugar-free orange crush that was made like 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't drink a lot of soda. So a lot of diet sodas and things like that kind of have this artificial sweetener taste to me um but like you've said it has gotten better yeah there's different artificial sweeteners that mm-hmm. come out with that that are that are uh that don't have that necessarily that i don't know is it chemically, chemically? yeah i you know i think it's you know i always think of sucrose as kind of that yeah that flavor it just brings that almost like a little bit of that chalky yeah kind of flavor to your mouth and that's what i think of when i'm drinking this that's what it tastes like to me but that's the only negative thing i have to say about it everything else yeah. is is there it's not you know the alcohol doesn't come through at all i mean you literally wouldn't know to your point and i would like to see more carbonation in this i think that would, I would be better too. i would too Mm. Um, but I don't know, you know, I don't know anything else. I think that we were setting ourselves up thinking this was going to be just a horrific experiment and it wasn't really, it's not that bad. And I I think if you are a, if you do like those Mountain Dew flavors, um, this would definitely be right up your alley. You would appreciate that. If you're not a, if you're a non-beer drinker and you're Mm -hmm. a soda drinker, um, I think these are right up your alley for sure. Yeah, definitely are. Um, yeah, just a and little a bit. A lot different. of pe- a lot of times you think of the hard lemonades or the things like yeah. that. That this is not that. I don't think. The, no, with, not at with, all. With the hard lemonades, I can tell there's alcohol. Oh yeah. Um, but these are just. I mean, it's straight soda to me. Yeah, I and I want to give them credit. It almost is like they wanted to make sure that that alcohol forward element was just not here and it isn't i mean yeah. you know it would it would be dangerous if you were to go someplace where you didn't know and somebody was slipping you these and you were drinking them thinking you were just drinking the you know mountain dew zero sugar kind of thing and you were getting the alcohol in there it honest honestly harkens back to me to the zima days oh zima yes. never tasted very alcohol they were a malt beverage that never tasted very mm-hmm. alcoholic um, but if you add orange to Zima, this is that's I, exactly kind of what this is. I bet, yeah, you're absolutely. And then later in Zima, as they started to get a little bit broader, they did some flavored versions. So yeah, yeah this yeah. is almost exactly like their orange Zima. Great call, Chad, because yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but you were absolutely just, right. I mean, Zima when we were in college yeah. was very popular. Oh yeah. So um, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll give you our rating on uh, the hard Mountain Dews and. Uh, We'll kind of wrap up the show, so stick around.
Welcome back to Brew Talk as the eardrums are flying. And as Micah pointed out, still Halloween themed because it's the spirit, spirit of, radio. of radio. And so many people pronounce the, the name of that song wrong. Is that right? Yeah. They always want to say the spirit of the radio. It's not the spirit of the radio. It's the spirit, spirit of, of radio. radio. Yeah. So there. Yeah. So there you go. So there. <laughs> Um, I don't know. There's much more to say about this. Not we, really. We've kind of, we've kind of pinned it down to it's it's orange flavored Zima. Yeah, and before we do this, so I actually tried Zima before it actually hit the shelves. So my dad worked for Coors um, his entire career, and we were looking up, and I believe it was Christmas time. So it was Christmas break. 1992 into 1993, and my dad brings home this six-pack of these crazy clear bottles that have these, you know, triangles kind of carved yeah. into the sides of them and says, I guess we're releasing this soon. You guys should try it. And I remember very distinctly that silver and blue six-pack yep. and, you know, the clear bottles and everything else. And that's essentially what this is. It's a, you know, the live wire is an orange Zima. Uh, that's come out, and, and I would assume the watermelon's the same, and the, probably so. The Baja Blast is the Baja, the or, Baja version, and whatever Baja <laughs> flavor. What is Baja flavor? I don't, I don't really know. know, but well, you've tried it. You've been to Taco Bell, so <laughs> but that doesn't mean I know what the flavor is. Fair enough. Fair it's enough. It's blue. It's blue. It's flavor. blue. This one tastes like blue. <laughs> that's a Skittles it's like flavor. Gatorade. Yeah, you don't pick the flavors when you go. <laughs> you pick the color. You want red, blue. Green. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Let's throw out our scores. All right. On the count of three, one, two, three. I got a solo cup. So do I. I feel like that this is something that if it was offered to me, I would try it. I would finish it. I would not have a problem finishing it like we did with the can today. Yep. Um, but I don't think I would need to take any of this home. I would not. No, I, I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah. I, I think that <laughs> I feel like at some point in time in the future, we're going to have to try the other two just because we have them. Yeah. But that's the only reason that we would need to do it. Yeah. I think I'm right there with you. Um, this is very much to me a college kid drink or a person that's not much of a not much of a drinker but wants to drink anyway yeah I, someone who enjoys soda you know someone who loves yeah. you know a pop then this is completely it you literally taste like you're drinking a sugar-free orange soda yeah absolutely um again <laughs> it, it, it it's a it says flavored beer on the can but it, i think that's just because it's a malt beverage yeah. but it, it, it it's not beer to me no um but it's not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, I have to I, give them credit. I, yeah. I totally expected to hate it, um, which I don't. And I totally expected it to be horrible, which it's not. It's not. No, it's it's not bad, but it's not great. It didn't blow no. me away. I was, I'm was. i not going to run out and go buy more of this because no. I enjoyed it so much. I'm certainly not going to go buy a six-pack or a 12-pack of mixed flavors and put it in my yeah. fridge. Um but if it again, like you said, if we're I'm out somewhere and that's what they have to drink, I'm yeah. I'll drink it. I won't turn it down. Yeah. I know my younger son really likes it. So that's kind of where, you know, I think Hunter might appreciate the fact that I'm 
had some, but I don't want any more of it. But he definitely <laughs> liked it. He was so excited that I was able to get him one of those those variety packs for his 21st birthday. It was there like that was his yeah. his first sample of it, and he stayed up most of the night, and I think he tried them all. So he enjoyed <laughs> it. I did not, and that's why I couldn't remember anything about them. I think I had one little sip and said and I was good was and good was done. You. And now yeah. we've formally reviewed it, so I will remember we've it. we've formally reviewed it. We've, we've discovered it's not horrible. Um, it may not be beer much, but it's beer-like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think that this is not something that you guys have available in the tavern, correct? It's not. Um, and I don't know if anybody and does. I, I, honestly, I, there's one restaurant I've heard that has it in town, and that's the uh, uh, what is, uh, the Sexy Sammies. Okay. The, um, but I don't know who – I'm not even sure who distributes it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, if it's available to restaurants and bars – on a large scale basis, yeah. Or they're just a few restaurants that are testing out the market in. Um, but you found it in a liquor store. Yep. Um, Micah said it's available in a, a different liquor store. So yeah. So we know of at least a couple of them that you can pick it up in. So it's and, becoming more available. Yeah. More available. And uh, perhaps in the future we might have it at the tavern. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I think there's definitely a a market for it, and I think there's people that will. Then we'll drink it. Yeah. I wonder if this is one of those things that because of what it is, that it will take a while to kind of move into more of a mainstream market just because it's it's not really a beer and it's, it has a little bit of almost a negative connotation. And we experience that today just well, even yeah, trying exactly. to do it. And I think so. that's probably because, you know, exactly what we thought. It's, yeah. You know, is it just going to be soda? Is it going to be super yeah. Mountain Dewy? Which it kind of is. It, but, it is. Uh, but yeah. it's not horrible. No. So. If you like Mountain Dew, you're going to like this stuff a lot. You definitely will like this. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for putting up with us. Uh, it's a, We drank Mountain Dew, and, and we didn't hate it. Yes. Stick around next week. We'll uh, come back. We'll talk more beer. We'll talk more food pairings, and we'll figure out uh, what's going on in the beer world. We'll see you next week.